What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks, the footy betting podcast, the only one you'll ever need. Nick, Coach Steve, Scotty back with you. The boys are still hot. We want to hit you guys with studs and duds and our locks of the week. Uh, coming to you a little bit later this week, so rough rough travel schedule over here for yours truly. So want to get right into it. Um, guys, another awesome week. I think, Scotty, that's back-to-back 3 knows for you. Coach, awesome week for you. What's going on? Yeah, it's uh, when you when you get hot like this, you just kind of got to keep taking shots because it's soon enough it's going to end and you're going to got to make your money while you still got it. Yeah, certainly a great way to start the season. I missed the first week with you guys, so I'm, I'm a couple picks behind you, but having two positive weeks in a row for me is, is nice. Uh, after Seti on uh, the Premier League were so tough last year, I've kind of varied my picks and it's working out, so I'm just keep look, looking to keep it hot this week. Hell yeah, and for anybody that's tuning in for the first time, continue to listen uh we do we do a lot of this we do a lot of collaboration we're back and forth i feel like we've been bouncing our picks off of each other and collectively we're, we're all feeling pretty good it's uh i feel like the, the start to the season is always a little tough to handicap but we've definitely hit the ground running so let's keep yeah, it going I mean, and 14 four and two i just double checked our record the last two weeks so there you go complain. we're not going to get better than that guys so no. <laughs> let's keep this shit rolling yeah, and I think it's also that point of the season where we're starting to see the trends, the teams that are are definitely returning good value for us. And now it's like you're in that in-between zone where you know who the good teams are, the books are starting to adjust, but you can still yeah. kind of take advantage of it. Two or three weeks from now, I don't think that that value is going to exist anymore. Definitely. Going to have to get creative with those bets, which I, I won't spoil it, but Scotty is already starting to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we finally have a week this week. I was telling Scotty off there while we were waiting for you, like in Serie A, there's finally some top eight matchups where now you can get some value on some of the bigger teams because mm-hmm. the big teams have been tough the first two weeks, minus 300, minus 400. So now there's some wiggle room. And they haven't looked good. I mean, I'll get yeah. into that with my dud of the week. So let's let's just kick it off. Studs, Scotty, would you, what do we got? So my stud uh, is going to be coming from a team that I think we're all making money on right now. Um, and I think he's a big reason why. That's Alan St. Maxman. Um, he was the key part of Newcastle's attack in their 3-3 draw against City. Unfortunately, it looked like Newcastle were going to pull this one out, but City were able to draw a level with a, a couple goals in the in the second half uh, to pull pull him into that 3-3 draw. But to me, I mean, uh, Alan St. Maxman was was you know, going up and down the left hand side, he he was you know challenging him on the dribble. He was getting into space. Um, had a couple shots that were uh, right in there. I think he had assist as well. Um, so really being a a central part of their attack. Now Newcastle also could be bringing in Alexander Isak for for seventy million uh, euros, uh, which will be an interesting strike partnership. Um, that also kind of indicates to me that Callum Wilson might be hurt for a little bit longer than uh, what was initially expected. But that's one to keep an eye on. I mean, I know we have the uh, the pod future locked in with Newcastle finishing above anybody not named Liverpool and Manchester City at, at plus 3,500. Uh, so I, I think watching that display against City this weekend and seeing some of the names that they're bringing in now towards the end of the window has got to give us a, a little bit more confidence in that pick actually hitting uh, come season end. Love it. Coach? Yeah, so I'm, I'll follow up in the Premier League. My stud is Leeds United. You know, we talked about them plenty last year, barely avoiding relegation. I was excited when they hired Jesse Marsh last season toward the end, tail end of the season because I've been a big fan of his since his uh, Red Bull New York days when Nick and I used to go to those matches and he was the manager and, and he looked promising as a young manager. And I'd eventually like to see him with the U.S. national team, I've been saying, for a while oh, now. Yeah. And he's, he's starting to prove that he can do it tactically now in the Premier League. 
they absolutely throttled Chelsea three, nothing. Uh, I was so tempted to, to put a bet on them because they're plus 500 money line. It was like plus 350 draw no bet before the match. But I was like, let me not get my, you know, emotional bet. Put in and, yeah. Yeah. You know, because they have them, they have him and then they have Tyler Adams, who I'm a big fan of and Brandon Aronson really becoming a fan of him watching him last week. Um, so I avoided it, unfortunately, and it didn't win money on it, but they are flying high throttled Chelsea three, nothing. Like I said, now I think seven points in their first three matches could have been nine. They, they blew a two goal lead, I think for the draw against Southampton. So, uh, Nick had the over in that match and hit it just on leads. I don't think that's how he expected to get it, but guess what? He got it. Won us a bet in, and they're looking really high flying so right now. What you could have led with was leads is still a hashtag easy oversteam. We yeah, just in a different year. way. They yeah. all all three games have hit over three goals. So we're, yeah. we're going back to the well with Leeds right now. They yeah, used to be I, easy over because their defense sucked. Yeah, both. But I think what Leeds are doing right now, I think it's really good because that's kind of the blueprint for what a lot of these, you know, bottom half of the table teams need to do, yep. right? They cashed in on their two big, big superstars. And then they were able to spend effectively and kind of replace those two players with like a squad of six or seven quality guys mm-hmm. that have now kind of made them a little bit more well-rounded as a team. So well kudos to you, Leeds. You, you guys are setting the blueprint for for everybody else that's coming up like Fulham and, and Nottingham Forest. Um, it's exactly the model you want to follow. And guess what? When you pile up the points this early in the season, it keeps you out of that relegation right. zone later in the season for a team like that. Yep, Less pressure, get a little more free-flowing soccer. It's great. Love it. All right, so I'm. I just do want to give a quick shout out. My stud of the week is actually going to be Neymar, um, just because I know we focused a lot on PSG last year between our dead of the season, Messi, and um, you know what happened with them in the Champions League. But they're starting off the year in style, and uh, Neymar had a two goal, three assist performance. You can't really do much better than that. Um, so I feel like we didn't hear too much from him last year, and uh, I think Mbappe also had three goals in this game, and and they're going to be super happy with their Champions League draw in the group with Juve, Benfica, and uh, Maccabee, I think is the last team there. So uh, no reason for them not to go super far, and, and they'll be happy that players are off to a great start. So uh, I feel like that's the script with PSG, though. I feel like they always kind of have this like start of the season that the players are fresh and happy and it, you know everything's kind of going their way and then once they start to get a little bit of adversity usually in champions league yeah. um that's when things start to kind of yeah. to fester uh, and then you usually have that march blow up that always happens and it, so it becomes i'm glad you brought that up story. because my next point was going to be um they're an early season team total type of team so they yeah. i think they've started out this year crushing um and you know even taking overs in the match you know they, they score four goals themselves i think the past couple of weeks yeah. it was seven and Bayern. Byron's also yeah. there too. Those are just I think I hit them week one out. over three and a half team total. They were playing somebody bad. I knew they were going to cruise and I hit an easy team total and it was like three and a half. That's exactly it. So just wanted to point that out. Um, and Neymar playing well is going to help those bets. So side of the week. All right. Well, now we can shift into duds. Um, my segue makes a little bit sense because my dud this week is actually my pick for stud of the season. So I got to keep it honest. Uh, Kalu Koulibaly took a big L with Chelsea against Leeds. So obviously Leeds put three past Chelsea. You know, Koulibaly is right there holding down the defensive line. So he's got to shoulder some responsibility in that. Um, and then to kind of cap things off, he picked up a, a second yellow red card, I think in like the 75th, 80th minute, sometime around then. So I, I think... That's got to be probably his worst game for Chelsea this season, hopefully. Uh, if he has more games like that, then Chelsea are going to be in for a long, long season. Um, yeah. We already discussed how their their attack has not really shaped out the way that they want it. So they're going to be really reliant on that defense to kind of keep uh, opposing teams to like, you know, 
one, maybe two goals, if if that, but really got to keep it to one or fewer if, if they want to start getting three points and so, be competing for the title. Haven't yeah, haven't Koulibaly. heard anybody rumored, but who who's going to score the goals for them? Like, and they're they're trying to bring in Obama Yang. They're trying to bring in you know a, a list of players now from from that that would be more attacking minded. So I, I think it's going to hopefully come you know from their side uh, as a new transfer that's not a team right now, but their forwards right, have not been somebody. good. They're, again, we, we had this issue with them last year where most of their goals were coming from their defensive players, right? Reese James had a couple, you know, I think Ben Chilwell had a couple. Um, and then obviously Rudiger was in the air, was scoring off of set pieces. It's kind of the same thing, right? We, we saw in the game against, uh, um, who did they draw 2-2? Two, two? Tottenham, uh, right? It was Koulibaly had one goal. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, James had the second goal. So yeah, yep. it's, it's much of the same. Sorry, coach, I cut you off. No, it's all right. I was just going to say, based on what you and I, we, we watch Shady all the time, Koulibaly has been a rock uh, for, I don't know, five, six seasons for Napoli, and and he doesn't have many matches like this. So I right. don't know if it's uh, speed of the game a little different or he just had an off day. But I know the first yellow card, Brandon Aronson, he just turned him like a top. It was yeah. it was surprising from a young player like that without much experience in, in a big league, and he made Koulibaly look pretty bad. So I, I'd be shocked if he has many other matches like this uh, based on his track record at Napoli. For sure. All right, my dud. Oof. I mean, this was uh, this was a shocker, really. It was Borussia Dortmund was up two nothing in the 88th minute, gave up three goals in six minutes against Werder Bremen, 89th, 93rd, 95th to lose match. I remember, I think it was the Friday or early Saturday match. I was looking at it. I was like, I'm gonna wait, get a live bet in, get a better number on them, and I missed getting my live bet in by like a minute or two because they had scored a goal, and then obviously the number goes way in their favor. So I didn't put anything in. I was like, kind of kicking myself when they were up two nothing. And then lo and behold, you and I are texting and I was like, holy crap, they blew that match. I'm, and I couldn't have been happier that I was a, a little late trying to get that live bet in because they absolutely bottled that match. And if if results like this keep happening in the Bundesliga, it's going to be Bayern running away this year, yeah, which no they tend to do. But Dortmund tends to be the only team that can kind of get in their way and it's not looking good. That was a rough one for sure. And my dud of the week, I'm going to just hit it up with the city of Rome. Um, back to back, I think, <laughs> unconvincing weeks. From Lazio and Roma, um, no goals from Lazio last week. That was a just a terrible call on my end, um, and then no goals from a forward yet at Roma. So um, that's a little bit concerning. Zaniolo's hurt, and there's tough tests this week. So Lazio is home to Inter, and Roma is away at Juve. Um, but, you know, caveat: Roma does have six points through two weeks, but um, yeah. the lack of forward production has to be um you know a little bit of a concern um because you know they ha- they faced two relegation teams so far so um really going to be a, a big test at Juve this week and um let's see who comes away with points so i had two bad calls by me on these two teams and two rocky starts to the season just from a play perspective coach I yeah roma roma hurt me on the bet slip too i took a lot of those like first half team total and win win both halves kind of things because i thought they would put up more goals at home against cremonese double digit shots in the first half by the way yeah i mean both matches they created plenty yeah they created plenty wasn't that they weren't creating it was the finishing both matches which usually will come with time so i'm not as concerned i will say the silver lining from a roma perspective and you can say because you've been watching say that long enough these are matches in the past with other managers i think especially the cremonese match the way it played out Roma bottles that and drops two or three points because they don't find the net and they give up a cheap goal and and they've been managing match as well, which is the one thing I think that I'm happy with getting six points through two matches. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you guys have a a much, much higher ceiling than Lazio. So I'm with you there. 
Man, I was going to hit coach with the uh, advanced analytics and let him know that Roma are averaging a point for every five shots off target this season. But we need to find a new bet. Like, is there a bet for total shot attempts? They um, have a prop for like just shots that aren't on target for players, but it's usually starts at three plus. So you could probably hit Dybala on that. I mean, that Dybala, Zaniolo when he's back from injury. Even, yeah, you know, they're going to rack up the shots. I'm going to start taking that. So yeah, I mean, guys, couple couple key games. We're not going to get too much into them because we want to get you um, right to those locks. But you know, we did mention those two games in Italy. Um, I think Arsenal Fulham could be a, a fun one. Uh, Chelsea Leicester, perhaps in the Premier League, Nottingham Forest at Tottenham. That's the big one. The big one. That's the big um, one. And that's the Sunday Sunday morning late game. So we're definitely excited about that. But um, boys, I'm keeping an eye on the Brighton Leeds match too because those are two teams that have kind of overperformed so far, and yeah. I think that's actually the the USA Network match uh, yeah. I saw on Saturday morning, kind of overtaking well, both Chelsea and City, who normally get that kind of airtime. Lucky Winter- you. Let's go right into the locks of the week because I think Scotty has that. Yeah, I mean, so I'll start with that as my my first lock. Um, Leeds plus half a goal at Brighton. Uh, they're minus 105. So Leeds getting any sort of result here, a draw or a win, you're going to cash this bet. I really like what Leeds are doing. We kind of talked about it right, you know, in, in Coach's stud uh, conversation. But um, to me, I think they're the real deal this year. Um, they, they've really remodeled or reshaped their team in, in a really positive way. Um, whereas on the other side, Brighton, they're, they're starting hot, definitely doing really well, but I'm not as much of a believer in them. They haven't really brought in as many new players. They've obviously lost Basuma, who was their, their key midfielder um, to Tottenham uh, in, in the transfer window. So I, I think they're kind of overperforming right now, which is good for them. Uh, I think this is an opportunity for uh, Leeds to kind of make a statement that you know, of these two squads, we're the one to keep an eye on. So I like them getting half a goal, uh, basically even money. I think that's just a really good value. And coach, you like this game as well, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback because I actually um, I went to the Asian handicap lines because you can get those quarter goals and you get a little more value. So if you take leads at just getting a quarter goal plus zero point two five, you can get them at plus money at plus one twenty five. I'm I'm in line with Scotty. I, I I think leads are in a really good groove coming off that win against Chelsea. They should be flying pretty high to at least get a draw at Brighton, in my opinion. And uh, if you want to get better value and you're not afraid of pushing with a draw, draw no bet right now is plus 195. So that's, that's something a, else to consider. Dynamite number right there. Yeah, yeah, I think I would have gone draw no bet if if it wasn't for the fact that Brighton's at home. I mean, that's kind of one yeah. of those situations where you can see Brighton getting either a late equalizer that snatches victory away from you. But I think that's also yeah. a, a sound if you're if you're looking for a little extra juice, that's definitely the way to go. And that's yeah, it. I agree though. If you want to get a, a more sure hit, and you get rid of that draw and you can get the plus 125 or minus 105 a half a half a goal depending on what book Shabby, you use, I, I what are they on the it. money line they must be what like plus two something on the money yeah they're line? like plus 210 i think yeah, yeah. might even be hey, a little higher you know shop around guys you know take a look look at different books different options i mean that's what we got to do here um all right so i'm i'm gonna go back to a team that i, I thought did pretty well last week um and that's atalanta i know scott's laughing right now internally but uh they're on the money line, minus 135 at us, Verona. Um, and this is just one of those strategies. It's the Serie B matchup of the season. The Serie B Derby. Yeah, Darby. Serie B Derby. Um, I'm, I'm going against Atalanta until I lose. So I think, you know, uh, Atalanta looked pretty good against Milan last week. You they mean going against Hellas, Milan. you mean? Yes. Sorry. Yes, I'm going against Hellas until they lose. Uh, Atalanta looked pretty good last week. And, you know, uh, it's just... I'm riding that strategy until it loses. So minus 135 is a good number here. Atalanta on the money line. 
Yeah, this was one of the ones I considered. I think this is great value considering they're playing at Hellas. They're not playing at a, a side that's looked any any good so far. So I think minus 135. And we talked about it so many times last year. Atalanta is so much better of a road team than a home yep. team. And their forwards haven't gotten going yet. So, you know, I, I kind of look at all teams like that where, you know, Roma could be an example maybe this week or, you know, teams where you expect a lot out of them and their forwards haven't started through two, three weeks to get goals. Um, you know, a team like this against Hellas should should do the trick. Yeah. And just to go back to Leeds for a second before we move on, I just looked up the the, the money line plus 310 right now. There. Plus 310, um, sorry. Okay. And Brighton yeah. is minus 110. And then I don't I don't know how we missed this, but the total goals over two and a half is minus 120 in that match right now. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, Brighton, Brighton score. Well, Pascal that's, Gross has been on a tear. That's that's why, you know, Nick, you called yeah. it out. Not really a goal scorer, but has, I think, contributed to four goals in the first three weeks um, for, for Brighton. So he's hot. If you want to ride that, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to make a note. Recent head-to-heads have all been two goals or less, but yeah. the form they're in right now, who knows? But it's the easy overs marathon of Leeds. Speaking of offense, I kind of segues into my my next. I'm going to go back to back locks because um, they're both the same bet. It's a prop that I've been doing really well with, and that's just the one plus shot on target. It's probably the easiest prop to hit, as you just got to find like the right you know players that have a little bit of value. Because sometimes you look at the guys like Holland or Salah, and they're like minus eight hundred. But right. this is a lock that hit for me uh, two weeks ago. I'm going to go back to the well. Wilfred Zaha one plus shot on target. They're playing against City. He's plus 100. So again, even money. Uh, we've talked about it before. Manchester City's defense is not exactly their strength this season. Uh, they've got a great midfield, great attack, but their defense is a little suspect. Um, so I like the idea that Crystal Palace will have a, a, a few attempts on goal uh, at the very least. And as we saw against Liverpool, Zaha's going to be probably playing in that number nine role where he plays up and is the lone outlet for you know a, a team that's probably going to sit back pretty heavily against a, a Manchester City attack. So look for him to get out on the counter, even if it's a you know a weak shot into the goalie because he's you know thirty yards outside a net and there's no help coming behind him. That still counts. So I'm taking Wilfred Zaha one plus shot on target at even money as my big lock this week. Love the it. other guy that I really like uh, is from Nottingham Forest. That's Taiwo Awonini, former Liverpool player, Nigerian. Um, similar to City, Tottenham's strength is not exactly their defense right now. Uh, there may be some injury issues going on with Christian Romero, so they're going to be a little bit shorthanded. Uh, I don't know if I need to say much more, but T- Nottingham Forest are a problem. Uh, we know that they're going to get forward on, on Tottenham. They're not going to sit back and, and just accept a, a draw here. They're going to try to get points. And Awuni is going to be the guy that makes that happen. So him just to get one plus shot on target, it's minus 120. So not as much juice as Zaha. Um, Still a good, will, good number. There's one caveat here. And that's, we know that Nottingham Forest have now brought in their 19th player uh, of the transfer window. So they have <laughs> tons of new entries coming yeah. into the full, squad. Full roster. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. We saw Emmanuel Dennis start in the Carabao cup. Thailand's number two energy drink. Number two. Uh, so if, for some reason, Taiwo does not start, then I would cancel this bet out. But I am assuming he's going to start. He started all three yeah. of their previous matches. He's gotten at least one shot on target in all three of their previous league matches. So there you go. it should be a pretty solid bet just to get you a little more money to, to, to get into the weekend. And just a quick question for you guys. Do, do the books up there have um, have an option that you can check, like player must start for action? Uh, I th- it's I not know with baseball you, check, you can they, do pitchers, but yeah. I don't know about soccer. 
Yeah, if sometimes they'll have the asterisk and it'll say like player must like appear. It doesn't. It's not yeah. a start, right? Like right. so, if I if you take okay. if you take this bet and he comes in as a sub in like the seventy third minute, then you're kind of screwed. You're in. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, pretty sure then... I had a a goal scorer prop last year. Player didn't end up starting, and I just, it just came out as a push, and he never okay. played. Gotcha. But yeah, I like these shot on target props. I, I unfortunately can't bet them in my state. I don't have that many options like Scott has, but I, I especially like the Zaha one because, like he said. They're going to be money. sitting back. They're going to be playing on the counter attack. He's the guy who's going to be leading the counter. So at some point, you think he's going to, you expect him to get a shot on target. Yep. Again, it can be a weak one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a quality yeah, shot on target. Right. Anything that yeah, finds its way into the keeper's target, hands, right? yeah. that counts. Scuff it. doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Um, next one I have is actually one Nick and I both took. Um, and it's Napoli at Fiorentina over two and a half at minus 150. Napoli's been in in really good form. If you follow anybody from Napoli Twitter, you are well aware of that because they have been very loud and vocal about beating two not very good teams, probably relegation battling teams as well, but they've been doing it in a more impressive fashion than say Roma and some of these other big teams have. Uh, Just put a four last week on on Monza. Uh, I expect them to get at least a couple goals themselves. And Fiorentina played a Thursday Europa Conference League qualifier, which means they will have to rotate a little bit. Maybe they're a little fatigued. So I expect... I also like Napoli money line at plus one ten for that reason, but That's I think a, the over number. is the the more of a lock. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, so apologies because I didn't even see coach pick this, but fuck it, we're in we're in it together. Um, and the other the other thing I like to say is there's some good goal scorer props in this one. Um, you know, OC men had the shortest odds at plus one thirty. Everybody else was plus two hundred or better. Um, so. I know the the that new Georgian player. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Yeah, I'm going to call him. KK. I was thinking the same. <laughs> KK. That's his. That's his nickname on the pod. So um, KK. You know, he's the second coming of fucking Maradona. If you listen to Napoli Twitter, um, so he was like plus two ten or something like that. So um, you know, guys like Raspadori, Simeone, who haven't even seen the field yet, plus two hundred. Um, so just keep an eye on it. I, I think Napoli gets off to a, a really really quick start and. Yeah, um, I also like plus, that plus one ten, plus two forty. Uh, right. Carvacellia, or however you pronounce his name, yeah. so that, that's a really good AK. number. Yeah, okay. I've also had and luck he, with with Napoli live betting. I'll uh, our friend Charles. Uh, yeah, you you, mm-hmm. you wait first 10, 15 minutes, and then you kind of get in on some of these goal score props or team totals because they have been scoring a lot, but it's usually been coming in the second half. So something to keep an eye on. Cool. Yeah, they even have a. Uh, DraftKings is doing these quick parlays now, that quick single game parlays that they'll just throw something at you. And there's one for Napoli. Napoli money line over four and a half total team corners plus 290. Not a bad number. I expect them to get some. If you're attacking enough, you'll get five corners. I do like the team Oh, yeah. Corners. Napoli's been a corner machine as well. Yeah. Let's, let's keep that in mind. Yeah, a lot of value in this match. I would explore a lot of it if, I, if you're looking at something for Sunday. Hell yeah. All right, coach, I'll go to my my last lock. Um, I'm taking Sassuolo, draw no bet. Uh, they're minus 150 at Spezia. They're also plus 125 on the money line. Uh, both teams, I, I think, a win and a loss uh, so far to start the year. Sassuolo hasn't looked all that great. They've lost two of their, you know, star forward players. As we know, Skamaka seems to be doing real well, settling in at West Ham. And um, Raspadori just went over to Napoli. So, um you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to be high-flying and scoring three, four goals a match like they did last year. But I think this is one of those matches where um, they're just a little too good for Spezia. And, um, you know, minus 150, I, I seem to be at a minus 150, like, zone right now. That's where <laughs> everything I'm seeing that I really like is, is minus 140, minus 150. But 
it's been winning so far. So um, I, I think a little insurance with the draw no bet in this one is is the way to go. Yeah, and their defense improved last week. I, I'm going to just double check, but I believe they won one nothing. Yeah, one nothing yep. against Lecce, a similar type team to Spezia, a team that's going to fight relegation. Domenica Berardi scored an absolute banger uh, of yep. a goal. Um, he's plus 170, I believe, as the the highest you know probability of a goal scorer. So even that has some value there because he's probably going to have to lead the attack until Pinamonti and some of these other guys settle in. He's going to be the, the focal point. Um, so definitely some value there. Yeah, and I, like I can't off the top of my head think of anybody on Spezia. Like I watched them a ton last year, and I can't remember any players that they have. No, they have that guy in Zola, Alvarez, but nobody really pops out. So. Not to rain on your parade, I'm, Nick, but if I'm looking at these picks that you have here, the one that I can hear in my head you complaining about the most is a Spezia win against Sassuolo. I can listen, yeah. hear this happening on Sunday where Nick is in the group chat complaining about Sassuolo having two shots on target and you know one corner and Spezia has just been running through Sassuolo's defense so, the whole you know time. What? I seem to be doing like one of those a week like one yeah. of those i want to saying like that's what this one feels like making this pick and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't but okay that's fair as much as i dislike atalanta i i don't see them letting you down here and obviously right. you and coach both in on on napoli so this one feels like the nick complaining pick of yeah. the week if i that's had to fair. guess no that's fair and it's either gonna be that or mm-hmm. napoli lays an egg at, at fiorentina and fiorentina wins like one nothing or it's a one one match or something <laughs> i could see yeah. that happening too just that's true i could see it. i could see napoli having like 19 shots on goal but like two goals <laughs> Pull like, you know what? like i i live with that like i can't I can't complain about a match if that's the way it goes because you made the read and you put your money in the best place possible and it's never always going to work out i mean it, it's worked out as best as it can so far and I'll live with losses like that. I'll complain about them and you guys will have to hear it. So I appreciate your friendship, but what we will do for the listeners is when Nick's complaint comes through the group chat, I will screenshot it and tweet it out from the pod podcast, Twitter account. So that way everyone knows what the Nick complaint of the week is. That's it. You'll see it in real time. (laughs) Yeah. So to round out, uh, I'm going back to the well this week. Union Berlin came through for me, draw no bet against RB Leipzig last week. They beat them two one for like the fifth consecutive league match. I think it ended up being, uh, they were two nothing for a lot of that. That was took balls to take that pick. And and that was a hell of a win. Yeah, it was a good win. Um, and they're at Schalke who's up from the Bundesliga two this season. So I like them at draw no bet minus minus one forty five. Uh, money lines plus 130, which is also a good number against a team that has two consecutive draws. So I, I expect uh, Union to at least pull a draw to that to, to get a push. I don't I don't see them losing at Schalke. Love it. All right, guys. Those are the locks of the week. We're going to continue to stay hot. And with that, Scotty, tell us about our No Doubt podcast, Kicks and Picks, Lock of the Week, undefeated on the season, by the way. Who we won this two. week. Uh, we're going back to the well. I think this team is probably this bet in particular has probably been the pod lock of the week at least three or four times since we've started oh. it. Uh, so it's going to be tried and true. Newcastle draw no bet at Wolves. It's minus one fifteen. Uh, again, a lot of value here for a Newcastle team that I think we're all pretty high on. I think yeah. the stats back it up again. I, we're I about is- two to three weeks away from not being able to bet Newcastle because the lines will catch yeah. up. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna catch up. And this Wolverhampton team has not been as great as they were last year. They switched out of their 3-5-2 last year, which I rode to under victory more times than not. They're now playing like more of a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3, some kind of weird formation that I'm sure Nick will complain about. But they haven't been as solid at the back. So I think Newcastle will be able to get several goals here. Uh, 
take the draw no bet just to protect yourself in case yep. they they throw up an egg. Mm-hmm. But this, I don't see how this loses in any way, shape, or form. So this will get us our our fourth week in a row unbeaten. I'm sh- I'm certain of it. No doubt. Yeah. Stamp it. W- Wolves is tough defensively. Like they kept Tottenham in check for a bit last match, but sooner or later they're going to crack, and they don't have much going forward. No, no I mean don't. like w- one goal. Base like I feel like guarantees us uh, at least to push two goals is like insurmountable. So let's yeah. let's get that. Yeah, love that bet. So that's gonna do it, guys. Um, thank you. Quick listen, uh, ride with us. Continue to stay hot. If you're taking any of these picks, if you're you got some locks of your own, please let us know on Twitter. Follow, like, share, subscribe. Tell your mom about us. Really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week when we got some Champions League stuff coming down the pike as well really excited to preview that so thank you guys and listen to them